Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. This is episode number three, Feeling Your Feelings. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Welcome back. Thank you for those of you that sent me a comment or two on uh, how much you liked these podcasts. I appreciate that. I just feel like I have some things to share that can help you have better relationships with your adult children of um, getting out of the pain that we know we are going to face in our life because there is opposition in all things. And so today we're going to talk about feeling your feelings. It's interesting, there are, uh, of my five kids, four of them are coaches, I'm a coach, so out of the seven of us in my family, five of us are coaches. And we don't necessarily just talk about coaching all the time, as people have mentioned to me, what interesting conversations we must have. We all kind of need a break from that, and we just carry on as usual, disagreeing sometimes, agreeing sometimes. But there's usually not a lot of drama, partly because of our knowledge of knowing that all of us have agency and have the right to do whatever we want, but also just having a respect for each other. My husband mentions quite often, can we just talk about something else besides feelings? And we all kind of laugh. I find it interesting that when I've started asking questions, instead of asking people, what do you think about that? I ask them, what do you feel about that? And you will find if you ask your question in that way, you get a much more in-depth, insightful uh, response than if they just tell you what they think, because they're just going to probably give you maybe an artificial answer, but if you ask how they feel, usually you get the real stuff. So that's kind of a fun thing to do, even when I am teaching 14 and 15-year-olds in Sunday school, uh, which I do once a month in my ward. But today we're going to talk about feelings. There's so much talk in managing our feelings through managing our thoughts by changing our thoughts, but too often we try to change our thoughts too quickly. There's something about us that hasn't quite understood this opposition in all things, and that means that half of the time 
in our lifespan, we're going to feel 50% negative emotions, and half of the time, we're going to feel positive emotions. We all want to have it 80-20, where 80%, we want to be feeling positive emotions, and we work so hard to get there that Sometimes it becomes very frustrating as to why we can't. So the first thing we need to do when we are having a feeling that kind of hangs around us a little too long, or if it comes up, say, every night when you go to bed, or it's something you feel every morning when you wake up, or if it's very intense. Now, there's two kinds of pain or negative emotions. One we call dirty pain, and the other one we call clean pain. Clean pain is the pain we feel when somebody close to us dies. And of course, we want to feel pain at that time. It's a very natural thing. And if we don't feel it, then it's going to show up sometime later in our life. You've probably heard of people that have gone on for several years just kind of stuck in their life because they're kind of going through the motions, but they haven't really grieved the loss of that loved one to them. So feeling of a feeling releases pressure. Dirty pain is when we feel anger over something somebody something somebody did to us. For instance, an adult child said something to us or didn't say something to us, didn't acknowledge us or didn't appreciate us that that made us feel angry. And that's kind of dirty pain. That's when it can be controlled by our thoughts. So in any case, whether it's a clean pain or dirty pain, we just want to feel our feelings. It's just like taking a um, beach ball and holding it underwater, and the further down you push it, the more intense the pressure, the higher that it pops up. Now, to to lessen it, to lessen the pressure, we, we try to uh, find dopamine hits in other ways. Maybe it's through drinking. Maybe it's through drugs. Maybe it's through pornography. And that gives us a little dopamine hit for a while, but we haven't really gone in and felt the negative emotion. Another big one is getting on social media. And I find it interesting that I think a lot of young missionaries possibly come home from their missions just because they don't have a phone and they've never experienced 
boredom or um, frustration from doing hard things. And so if we can learn how to feel a feeling and even teach it to our children, if we still have young children, better yet. But because I deal with clients that are suffering in their relationships with their adult children, my message is mainly to them. So to feel a feeling, we don't want to resist it. We don't want to cause that pressure like pushing the beach ball. So what we do is, first of all, we name the feeling. We name what it is. The second thing what we do is we get out of our head, completely out of our head. We're not trying to figure out why we're having this feeling or why we shouldn't be having this feeling or trying to change our thoughts, trying to come up with a new thought, we need to just sit with that feeling and feel it for a while. And so this little exercise I'm going to give you will help de-intensify that negative emotion. You can maybe do it once and it will lessen. Maybe you'll have to revisit it a couple times. Maybe if it's a feeling, I know some people wake up with anxiety every morning, and so they may have to go through this for a couple of minutes every morning. The first time you do it, it may take you about five minutes, but as you get good and as you practice doing it, it only takes about two or three minutes. And it's just being able to not resist that feeling just recognize that I'm just feeling a negative feeling and I can do it. It's okay. That's what life is made of. If we had no negative feelings, we wouldn't know when we were having the positive feelings. So they're actually good things in our life. So you just need to get acquainted with this new friend, you might say. Now, the first thing you do is think of a time when you were having a negative feeling, something that really irritated you in some way or made you sad. And look, I want you to get into your mind just for a minute and see where you were. Try to put your place, self in that place. What were you doing? Were you alone? Were people around you? Just kind of get in the situation that was going on. And then right before then, get in a comfortable chair and close your eyes. Sit down. Think of the place where you were. Imagine you're having the feeling. Try to feel that feeling again and name the feeling. And we're just going to say perhaps you were feeling anger. So you would say, this is anger. I am feeling anger. Anger is only caused by sentences in my brain. 
I am not going to die. And then at that point, you get out of your head and you go into your body and you describe the exact place where you're feeling that feeling. So you ask yourself, where is it in my body? So if I was working with you, I would say, is it in your chest? Is it in your throat? Is it in the back of your neck? Is it in your head? Is it in your arm or your legs or your stomach? Is it in your feet? Where in your body are you feeling this feeling right now? And then start asking yourself questions like, is it hard or is it soft? What shape is it? Does it have a color? Is it huge or is it small? Is it tense or loose? Is it itchy? Does this feeling make you feel nauseated? Is there a color to it? Is it hot or cold? Is it tingly? Is it buzzing or vibrating? Is it mushy? Is it staying in one spot or is it moving to other parts of your body? What does it feel like in that other part in your body? Can you feel it in any other place in your body right now? Do you feel it in your eyes? Is it dry or wet? I want you to describe this feeling to yourself as if a four-year-old came up to you and said, Oh, somebody told me you were angry. What does that mean? Describe it to me. I have no idea what angry feels like. And so then you could describe it to them. Now, going through this exercise doesn't mean you're never going to feel angry again. But when it comes back, you're going to say, Oh, hi, anger. I see you've come to dance with me again. And you sit down and you kind of go through this process again. Sometimes I do this even when I'm driving or when I'm in a group of people. And so I can't close my eyes and I can't really ask these questions out loud. If you ask these questions out loud to yourself, you're going to get out of your head and into your body because it will distract you because you are talking 
to your body, inside your body, it doesn't mean this feeling will never come back, but you'll know what to do with it when when you get it and you won't have to resist it. And the more you practice, the more reinforcement it gives to you that, ah, that felt good. I, I am not feeling near as angry as I was when I started out, or maybe it'll go away. Sometimes a new thought will come into your head, but sometimes it takes a while just to rest and sit with that anger and let it release. It's like a wave crashing on the shore. As the anger intensifies, it crashes on the floor, the uh, floor on the beach. And as you go through this process, it lessens and just like the wave, it slowly goes back out to sea and it washes away. The benefit to doing this is then it does clear your mind. And you can start having other perspectives of what was happening in the situation. And eventually you do, you come up with new thoughts that are more either loving, compassionate, or maybe just curious as to what was happening in this situation and the judgment goes away. So I encourage you to try this exercise. It doesn't take very long, but I have seen it work so many times with my client. I do it quite often. Uh, I was even talking to a psychiatrist once about when I was having some chemical anxiety. And he said to me, you know what to do. What do you tell your clients when they're feeling anxiety? And I go, oh, yes. I tell them to get inside their body and feel their feelings. And he said, yes. You do need a little medication, perhaps. But this exercise even works with those that are chemically imbalanced when it comes to some of their emotions. So I hope that you'll try this out. I wish you all a happy new year, and I'll talk to you next week. Are you tired of feeling sad and hurt all the time? I can help you. I use a simple formula called the model, which is as simple as addition. It's simple to learn, but not always as simple or easy to apply. Go to bonnielyman.com and book a free one-on-one, free 60-minute coaching call, and let's talk this out.